0: Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Dr. Charles Stanley, founder of InTouch Ministries. His life's work is about sharing the love and kindness of God, because as he says, it's the word of God and the work of God that changes people's lives. You can watch more messages from Dr. Charles Stanley on InTouch, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. and Sundays at 7 a.m. Mountain Time on Miracle Channel. And now... Dr. Charles Stanley will teach on what love really is and will discuss its expression in our lives and its effects on our lives. He will describe how your life can be transformed when you allow God's love to surround and flow through you. Let's dive into the message.
1: Do you feel loved by anybody? Somebody, maybe somebody that you can name, that you know in your heart that you're loved by them? Or maybe you feel like you're not loved by anybody. Why would you feel that way about yourself? Do you believe God loves you? Do you feel His love for you? Or do you find yourself in a love wilderness? You're not too sure what's going on with that part of your life. Well, it's a very important part of your life. And when I look at the Scriptures and see how many times love is mentioned, for example, in the Old Testament, 250 times. In the New Testament, 234 times. And it's interesting that John, who wrote the Gospel and three epistles, just what he wrote alone, he in those few chapters, 72 times John talked about love. Must be important. And of course, you've heard this verse for years. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. But you see, probably you've put that out there in generalities. God so loved the world, you never thought about yourself. Do you feel that God loves you? Are there some reasons you could say, well, I know God loves me for this reason, that or the other? Or you just find yourself wondering about that going about your daily life not feeling loved by anybody and s- for some people you don't have anybody that you could put your finger on to say i love that person if love is missing in your life a vital part of your life is missing because it is an essential part of every person's life in first john This fourth chapter, and if you would like to turn to that, the fourth chapter of 1 John, beginning in verse 7, listen to what he says. He says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. That's the source. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. So that helps us to understand whether we know God or not. The one who does not love, does not know God for God is love by this the love of God was manifested in us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world so that we might live through him in this is love not that we loved God but that he loved us and sent his son to be a sacrifice for our sins beloved if God so loved us we We ought also to love one another. So, I'm going to title this message, Love Lessons. Maybe you know how to love, maybe you don't. But I trust that you'll listen carefully and somewhere in here, you'll see yourself. You'll find yourself. You'll know that you've been identified. Because God loves you, He wants you to know what love is about, and surely He wants you to love Him. So, I ask you this question. At this moment, do you feel loved, really loved by anyone? And do you love someone that you can put your finger on, that you can name, yes, I know that I love that person. So, what I'd like for you to do is to follow along and see where you are in your ability, your capacity to love and to be loved. And the first thing I would say is this. Love is more than an emotion. Many people think, well, love is just an emotion. No, it's more than an emotion. It's a commitment to another person. So I would ask you the question are you committed to somebody? Can somebody rely upon you, trust in you? Do you have a loving relationship with anybody? Because love is a commitment, not just an emotion. Love also can discern. True love in others, like a radar. In other words, when you love somebody, you can discern that love in your life, you can discern in somebody else's life. You sort of know when somebody loves you or don't. And they may say that I love you and they may say I cherish you and so forth, but deep down inside you may have a different feeling. So when I think about that, I think about what has God given us? He's given us sort of a radar. We know when we are genuinely being loved, it could be we are being bought off, we are being uh, convinced, but the truth is, do you know whether you're loved or not? And then, of course, let me say that love's not free. God's love for us is free from Him, but all other love is not free. Love demands something of us. The very nature of love demands something of us, requires something of us. You can't live in a capsule and be loving towards someone else. And I think many people think they love someone. And if they w- should answer your question, well, who do you love? Some people would have to say, well, uh, <clears throat> and they clear their throat and, and uh, bring up another subject or two and say, well, I, I'm sure I love so and so. but. You know, I'm not quite sure. So, let me ask you this, do you feel loved? Listen to that question. Do you feel loved? Does your emotional suit fit you perfectly? That you feel wonderfully loved? And I would ask this, are you going through the rest of your life feeling unloved? If you do, you'll have missed what love, what life's all about. You'll have missed what love's all about. And love starts in Genesis 1-1. God's creation was an act of love. It goes all through the rest of the books of the Bible, all 66 books, and ends up in the revelation God's still loving. And that same God wants you and me to know how to love each other, to love Him. So, I ask you the question, can you name somebody that you really and truly love? If you can't, you're missing something and you're causing them to miss something in your life. God didn't create us to live without love. When a person feels love, it enables us to feel complete. And I want you to listen to this carefully. There are three characteristics here that are very important. When a person really and truly feels love, It enables them to have three other emotions that are very important. And the first one is you feel complete. Think about it for a moment. If you feel really loved by somebody, there's a completion emotionally in that. So, it makes you feel complete. It also makes you feel competent, capable. That is, love traverses every single part of your body, your mind, your will, your emotion. It enables you not only to feel like uh, you're complete, you feel competent. It gives you that surge to think, "I can do this. I'll be able to manage this. I, I can walk through this." And thirdly, it enables you to feel uh, feel worthy. And those three words are very important: to feel complete, to feel competent, to feel worthy. No longer struggling to prove anything. And when I think about that, I think about how generous and unselfish love is. Love is generous. Love is unselfish. Love's not about me, me, myself, and I. And if you'll think about it for just a moment, think about the conversations you have with people. How often it's I and me, myself. And when you get into a conversation with someone whose favorite word is me, myself, and I, then you probably need to be very serious in the way you listen to what they say. Because more than likely they're going to end up wanting something from you. Love is always thinking about the other person, what's best for them. And I don't know of any more beautiful relationship than two people who fall in love with each other, genuinely love each other for who each other is, not because of what they want from one another, but because they want to give themselves to each other. In the right way, in a godly way, in a holy way. And so when I, I think about how generous and unselfish it is, and I think about uh, um, love, for example, is more fulfilled because it's giving to someone. And you ask yourself this question, to be honest what pleases you most? What makes you the happiest? What do you get the most gratification out of is when somebody gives you something you want. Or maybe you didn't particularly ask for it, but there it is, a nice gift. Or are you more satisfied with the fact that you were able to give somebody else something? What satisfies you the most? What's the most fulfilling? Is it receiving or giving? Giving. Giving. Well, I got two people, said that. (laughs) The truth is, listen, when 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 love is at the core of your heart. You love giving to somebody, especially if they have a need. And especially if you can surprise them. And especially if they have been longing for a certain thing a long period of time and God has made it possible you to meet a need in their life. You see, we never think about the will of God in giving or asking. We just give or we just ask. But before you give somebody else something, you should ask, Lord, is this the proper thing to give? Is this, the, is this the right way to give? Is this the right thing to give somebody? You don't give to get paid back. Love, and I think about this, love does not give in order to receive. Love just gives because it's love. And then, of course, love is forgiving. Some people live their whole life with anger, bitterness, resentfulness, and jealousy in their heart. Maybe they were wronged as a child. Maybe their parents wronged them, whatever it might be. And every once in a while I meet somebody who has lived a lot of years in their life and carried with them the whole time this weighty burden of unforgiveness. Watch this carefully because unforgiveness chokes the spirit of a person. You must always forgive. you say, but you don't know what they've done to me and let me ask you this. what about the cross? What did he do for you? Has anybody else ever done that for you? No. Jesus died that you and I may be forgiven of our sins, our errors and our wrongs. He loved us enough and loves us enough to forgive no matter what. And so, love is forgiven, doesn't hold grudges, and likewise, love desires to express itself. And when you think about that, think about Christmas for example. What, what do you give at Christmas? And let me ask you this question. I believe there was a time probably, watch this carefully, when we didn't have much in this country. We were sort of an agricultural nation. And so, we weren't rich. And people didn't have too much, uh, very much. And so, they gave and it cost them to give for for what they did give. And so, um, they had to sacrifice a little bit in order to give. And um, when a person genuinely gives out of love, they don't consider it a sacrifice. You, watch this, love is like this well inside of you that's either all chubbed up. And doesn't flow, or it becomes like a spring. It just keeps on flowing and keeps on flowing. If you love somebody, you're like an emotional spring. That is, there's something that flows from you that you can't really express. If you don't know how to love and to be loved, there isn't anything else in the world that can take the place of genuine love. And so the truth is, you're in need. And many people think their needs physical. That's not their need. They think their needs financial. That's not their need. If they learn to love, here's what would happen. Watch this. Mark it down. When you learn to love, it's amazing how God changes the direction of the flow in your life. And it's not always one way. It's both ways. But also, there's a flow towards you simply because you've learned to love. And when the love of God flows in you and through you to others, that's going to be love. You're going to feel love. You're going to experience love. You're going to begin begin to experience life at its best. Until you learn to love someone genuinely, purposely, with all of your heart, sincerely and purely. Once you learn that, you're going to discover what life can really be like. And then love hurts when somebody else hurts. When you genuinely love and there's love in your heart and you see someone else hurting, the natural result of a person who knows how to love is to reach out some way. It it may be a distant, you can only pray for them. But if at all possible, you want to do something for them. It's like a, a person with a gift of mercy. You can have all the seven major gifts together, but When there's a person hurting, the person with the gift of mercy is the first one there. That's just the way God made us. And so, when you see someone hurt, how do you feel? Watch this. Sometimes when somebody's hurting and it's a tough situation, if if you don't have love, you want to walk away. Now, the reason you walk away is not because you don't particularly care. You can't handle it. Because you you don't know you don't know how to express love. You 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 may be frustrated and you'd like to express love. You don't know how, so the best thing you can do is escape, walk away. Which is an indication that a person has never learned how to love. You hurt when other people hurt. Willing to sacrifice uh, when necessary. Because watch this. Listen carefully. Love does not keep accounts. I did this for you, expect you to do that for me. That is not love. I've done this and this and this for you, and you've done none of that for me. That's not love. Doesn't keep records. And think about this. Here's a good example. Christmas time, uh, what do we do? You get your Christmas list going. And here's one of the questions you ask. You can't deny it. <laughs> what did they give me last year? And um, who, do, who do I need to give to so they won't get their feelings hurt? And is it not true we make lists, and oftentimes those lists are governed by the fact that somebody gave us something, it, maybe you can't remember <laughs> what it was, but they gave you something, and so you make a list because you want to pay, you, you want to not give them back, pay them back. Love is not in the business of paying and, and receiving. Love is in the business of giving, without any r- real expectation of return. Sometimes love is very painful. You can love somebody who doesn't love you, and it's very painful. You do one of two things: you keep on loving them, and forgiving them, and loving them and forgiving them and loving and forgiving them, and you may have to do that a long time in your life. You may do it the rest of your life, and the person never loved you. But you know how to love. The person who, listen, the person who loves wins. They win. And because it hurts, people want to give up and quit. Sometimes love is very painful because the way we get treated, for example, in return. And really and truly love doesn't require anything in return. If I love you, Watch this carefully. If I love you, I'm not going to say it because, if, when, where, and a whole lot of other words. If I love you, I just love you because you're you. Think about this. Jesus loves you for no reason in you. He just loves you. Now, here's what we do. We 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 have a difficult time with this love business because. It's like I want to pay back. In other words, if you really love me and I feel that love, my first response, uh, human, would be, well, what can I do for them? And you know what? When somebody says, you can't do anything for me, you can't do anything for me. God knows exactly how to love us. The issue is, how do we learn to love Him in return and each other? Love is patient. That's a, that's a tough one. Love is patient. Love knows how to wait. Lust does not know how to wait. Love knows how to wait. Love is willing to wait. So ask yourself the question do you find yourself in situations where you don't want to wait? It's dangerous not to know how to wait for love to fulfill itself. You can love somebody and they can draw a line. Or they, they may say to you, Well, if, you, if you're not willing to do this, then this is over. You can just say, Well, thank you very much because you didn't love me to start with. When people put, they draw lines, they draw circles, and if you don't get in my circle when I want you to, then you can just forget it. But love is very patient, love is willing to wait. Now, watch this. When I hear the stories and see people, who weep and weep and weep over things in their life you know you can't help but weep with them because they've been deeply hurt and one thing love does it does not hold grudges is we said it doesn't keep an account it's willing to forgive and forgive and forgive and forgive and forgive and forgive, and forgive. love is very patient and Love in essence is really a choice we make. It's not a feeling, it's a choice. Now, there is a feeling that goes with it, but ultimately, it's a choice. It's a choice based on who you are and what God wants for your life, wants to accomplish in your life, not on the basis of anybody else, no matter what they may say. And the best picture of love is the cross. Jesus. Death on the cross is the perfect example of love. He loved the world, and nobody seemed to appear to love him. And you may be in a situation, circumstance in your life that you don't feel loved at all. And you're asking the question well, why should I keep trying and trying and trying when nobody cares, nobody appreciates me, nobody loves me? Listen. You just keep on loving and something will happen. Because remember this, when you love, you're acting the most like Jesus. And therefore, He's on your side. Not loving to get, loving because that's who you are. And loving has an awesome effect upon us. It makes it possible for us to give, it makes it possible to love in return, because you see, Love is not all about me. And this is where most of the world is. Most of the people in this society we live in, for the most part, it's all about me. Watch the advertisements. Listen to what they say. It's all about me. If you want, if you want to look this way, if you want to feel this way, if you want to purchase, it was you, 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 me, 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 me. Read the New Testament. And see how that absolutely is a contradiction to everything Jesus is talking about. Jesus has the most awesome way of being an intimate, loving, genuine, indescribable, awesome friend. So I would simply ask you the question Do you love someone? Do you love Jesus? Have you ever accepted His love? If you want to really love in life, here's where you start. Not reading a magazine, read the Bible. Here's where you start. Not talking to others, talk to Jesus. If you really want life at its best, it has to be rooted and grounded in the foundation of a godly love. And that is my prayer for you. And that's where it all starts. Accepting the death of Jesus Christ on the cross as the greatest act of love ever known. And He died to pay our sin debt in full. All the mess you've made of your life, all the bad things you've done, all the regrets that you have, His love just washes all that away. He's willing to forgive you. Listen, and He will remember your sins no more when you repent of them before Him. And I would ask you to look at your life. It's not what you want it to be. It's empty in a lot of ways. You've got everything money can buy, but you don't have the most important thing and that's love. Love for God and the ability to receive the love of God. The ability to love other people and to receive their love. If you don't have love, you are empty. You are poor. You are wretched. You are needy. And the only person who can satisfy that is the one that went to the cross for you, and that's Jesus Christ. And I pray that you'll ask the Lord to forgive you of your sin. Surrender your life to Him. Let Him help you begin to live life at its best. And that's with Jesus Christ as your Savior, your Lord, and your Master.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more great messages from inspiring teachers like Dr. Charles Stanley. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. So subscribe, rate, review, and share. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.